The wait is over. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is officially live in Ohio. Now you can legally bet on all your favorite sports anytime and anywhere right here in Ohio with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code CONTEST will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly. DraftKings has the best features including same-game parlays, player props, and more with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can use code CONTEST to get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CONTEST. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER 21 and over and physically present in Ohio. Valid one offer per first-time depositors who have not already redeemed $200 in free bets via pre-launch offer. Minimum $5 deposit and wager. $200 issued as bonus bets. Eligibility restrictions apply. See dkng.co slash oh for terms. With classes in crisis communication, influence, and data presentation, Gonzaga University's online Master's in Communication and Leadership equips you with the tools you need to communicate clearly and encourage creativity in any industry. Concentrations in digital media, strategic communication, and global leadership allow you to customize your degree. Visit gonzaga.edu slash communication and learn why a master's degree from Gonzaga can help you take your career to the next level. That's gonzaga.edu slash communication. This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. Hello ladies, gentlemen and everybody inside and outside of the gender spectrum and welcome back to Stardom Quest, the best weekly stardom podcast anywhere in the world. I'm as always Alex and I am joined by, not Dylan, I'm joined by Scott. Hi Scott. Hello, according to some people that might be a good thing that you're not joined by Dylan and I don't think that's fair to Dylan but I'm happy to be on the show. Yeah, so Dylan is um Dylan is currently moving, uh, I believe. So he he's he's uh running away from the hatred, you know, he's uh has to move for safety, I guess. I don't um, know if this comes out on his birthday or not, but happy birthday, Dylan. Yeah, and a late happy birthday to you, Scott. Yours was yours was yesterday, so Ah uh, yeah, this yeah, this isn't about me. It's it was about Dylan. <laughs> this is Dylan's show, your show, not yes. my show. I don't well, know. Need... I don't need praise or anything. Um, well, um, we are still reading reviews. Uh, Dylan isn't here to react to them, which might be a good thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we've got two more reviews. Now that we're talking about them on air, I feel like more people are going to leave them. So um, this, is, this is a good cycle. Um, but the first review we got was on the 10th of January. Uh, this said, echoing the other review, this was three stars, uh, Rocky left this, it said, uh, Alex is really good at doing the podcast and seems to enjoy most of what he watches. Dylan is why I stopped listening after three episodes. Dude seems like he is watching out of obligation instead of enjoyment, and it's not even constructive criticism, 
which would be fine. It's the, it ain't like it used to be, or my favorites aren't being pushed stuff. I will definitely give the show another chance if a co-host change happens, and someone who at least pretends to like the product comes in, but until then, I'll pass. So, sadly, we, we lost Rocky's listenership there. Um, well, Rocky, this is your week to listen then, baby. Yeah, listen, we uh, this is custom-made for Rocky, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, I was saying this to Dylan, though. It's like, stardom was more popular and talked about than ever at the end of December. And that just happened to coincide with stardom destroying everything he loves. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... People forget that, like, just two or three months ago, me and him were, like, co-burying stardom. There was an episode where, like, we even after we recorded, we were like, that was... We just buried the shit out of this entire company. <laughs> but now uh, yeah. I have the rep as the nice one and Dylan is the, is the mean one because, like, people have started listening now that I'm, like, nice to stardom. So that's pretty great. Yeah, it's been a while since you buried them, to be fair. I don't... I can't remember the last time you just went in on stardom um i mean dylan was on a roll for a couple weeks there to be fair to him Mm. (laughs) i mean he still hates most things but i think i think it's unfair come on it's just three episodes go back and listen to all the other ones and it's not all like that unless you want to hear about kagetsu and saiaida a lot okay Please don't. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, we got, the last review we did get, though, was uh, this was five stars. This was from Woo! Mark underscore Mark underscore Mark. Um, so they spelled it differently each time. The first time, Mark with a C, Mark with a K, and Mark with a Q. Uh, which leads How do you to think leave... he spells it truthfully? Like, which one do you think he actually spells it with? Uh, probably the first one. Okay. Okay, just sorry. I had to make sure we got that up there. Part of me thinks it might be uh, Private Party's Mark Quen because he has nothing else going oh. on. So he's probably, mm. you know, probably listening and giving us five-star reviews. So that That's good <laughs> mindset. Maybe Matt <laughs> yeah. Hardy sent him to review every um, stardom podcast. Possibly. I mean, listen, what else are you going to pay these guys to do? Not wrestle. <sighs> yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, this was a five star. Uh, this is a five star review. They said, I don't watch stardom a lot, but this podcast is a fun listen. Alex is a great host. Also, Dylan doesn't deserve the hate. Keep doing the bits, dude. Both are great. Uh, I'm not 100% sure that this isn't a Dylan burner, but you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll take it. <laughs> I will accept it. I thought, okay. Interesting. I, I see why you're reading it on this episode, so that he doesn't hear that. Got it. Okay. You know, you, you low-key don't want him to keep doing the bits. That's what it sounds like, Alex. Listen. Alright, listen. Somebody has to make this podcast interesting and add flavor, and that is not my Caucasian self. <laughs> well, that sucks, because he's not here this week, so I will uh, I'll not give you flavor, but I'll give you yeah, I don't know. I might be mean a little. I mean, I've I've heard you on Ring Post Radio, so I think I I know what I'm I'm in for. And uh, that's not flavor. That's that's I don't know what that is. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, I suppose with that we'll get onto the show. Um, so in the news section, um, Lady C is currently out with injury, so she is going to miss the next handful of shows. Um, so that's led to some card changes for this weekend. Uh, also, Azami 
is going to be back for Nagoya Supreme fight. So that led to a bit of a change in the card there. So Utami versus Momo is now Utami and Azumi versus Momo and Kid. And the two pre-show matches have been merged into one battle royal, which has Mai Sakurai, Wakasukiyama, Momokogo, Sakikashima, Raka, Fukigen Death, and Rina. Uh, the Lady C injury was terrifying, if I'm thinking of what it was, which was mm-hmm. on the, uh, I don't know what a Nagi calls her finisher, but I always call it Made in Japan to make my life easier. Um, that was terrifying. Yes. So hopefully she's okay. It's just, you know, let's give her a little time to you know, reboot because I don't know. Was she knocked out? She didn't look. 100%. I mean, we'll get to the match, but she just looked completely out of it. I think you made the point on Twitter. It looked that way before the move even happened. Uh, the, um, Nagi did her, uh, switchblade. Is that the move? Yes, yes. She yeah, did the not... switchblade and then the finish. Yeah, because it, it felt like Lady C was a bit slow getting off from the switchblade. So I was like, maybe she was a bit out of it there. Um, and then the, the thank you for your service didn't help. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that move that Unagi does, the thank you for your service, is so... It's kind of scary anyway that she's doing it to a bigger opponent, because mm-hmm. let's, let's be serious here. Unagi's not, you know, ripped out of her mind in terms of being strong. So she's, you know, lifting Lady C, one of the uh, you know, tallest people on the roster. So it's instantly going to be scary anytime she does it i just hope that it's only a couple week injury and she's able to come back as soon as possible yeah i think she's uh currently still on the card for nagoya supreme fight so she will still be resting hanan there uh she's just getting a bit of a break for the next two shows which is pretty understandable yeah yeah uh that's good um because big title match for her i know she won't be winning it but still a big title match big opportunity i think she's been able to shine a lot in those big opportunities just hoping lady c comes back better than ever and then oh, yeah. you know on the other side azumi coming back so quickly i can't be shocked on that one she seems to just recover at a rapid pace at all times she's a machine like she's a wrestling machine it's it's unbelievable um uh i think that's all of the news from the world of stardom I don't think anything else really happened. It's been very quiet. Where do you think they do Utami and Momo now? Do you think they save it for Ria Goku or put it on that February show? Probably the February show, yeah. Makes sense, because they have two big singles matches there. Well, a couple if they want to do Momo and Azumi again. But I always thought Kid and Azumi were you know, destined for another high-speed match. So that should be interesting. And... I'm guessing Shuri's probably not defending at that show, so maybe Momo and Utami could be really high on the card there. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's so many things happening in Stardom that like anything could really go on these pay-per-views. Um, but I think Kid and uh, Riko Kaiju seem to be posturing back and forth here about a high-speed title match, so that might be Starlight Kid's next defense would be against uh, Kaiju from, from Seedling, which would be a beast to be fair like Rico Kaiju for anybody who hasn't seen her is really really good as you can imagine from a seedling trainee she uh she hits hard she wrestles fast is very very talented 
yeah, she's she's pretty awesome. And I still don't know if they'll actually do the match or not, but they've seedlings with kind of pushing Kaiju a little bit everywhere, giving her a lot of big trial type matches. So her versus Kid would be awesome. Uh, I wouldn't complain. And then maybe you save Kid versus Zumi for Sumo Hall. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. That'd be a pretty, pretty normal way to go about it. And then I don't know you could have them in tags on the other day, but definitely do a high speed right, match right. there at Sumo Hall. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, oh, I forgot the kaiju stuff happened, but that would be great. Mm-hmm. I like when any time they work with people because usually it's fun. Yeah, and I, I think Seedling would be pretty open to it. Um, obviously, Natsuki Taya runs it now, and uh, Risa Nakajima is pretty high up. And for people who don't know, Risa Nakajima did wrestle in stardom uh, as JWP champion at the time, so she is used to working with, with Rossi. So um, you know, we'll have to wait and see what happens there. She should wrestle there again. That would be cool. She should. Arisa Nakajima is cool. I mean, not like 2017 Arisa Nakajima cool, because, I don't know, I, I think she's... Because her up... matches with Ryo Muzanami suck? Boy. Listen, listen. We gotta be honest on this podcast, we're just gonna... No, no, I'm gonna be honest. Those matches weren't very good, but Arisa Nakajima is still very good. She is, yeah. She's not. She's definitely not as good as she was like five years ago when she was like baiting the head off Masaki Ohata. But I think that's just because she hasn't got a um, hasn't got anybody that's on her level of violence anymore. So she's just a bit chill. That's okay if you don't want to hurt yourself on the way to hurting someone else. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> yes. I I understand that as a normal human being. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. We should stop. Uh, <laughs> stop. <laughs> this Dylan. There's not much to talk about Star Wars. Know, to be fair, Dylan always says this. Whenever the shows aren't like great, we take forever to get into them. Uh, but that's kind of what happened this past weekend. Stardom really went into house show mode. Um, there, there was not a lot of great stuff from these two shows that we're going to review. Um, so we might as well just get into it and get it out of the way. So the first show to review was on January fifteenth. Uh, this is in the. Tajimi City Industrial Culture Center. Uh, this had 208 fans. In the opener, we had Mina Shirakawa beating Waka Skiyama. Um, this was the first match in a while with Stardom where I came away from it and was like, that was kind of bad. Like, I didn't like it all that much. Um, like, I think Waka's cool and uh, Mina is good with the right person, but like, Waka being carried by Mina just led to this being kind of sloppy. A bit all over the place. I didn't have a good time. Mm. I really didn't. I went into it with like, okay, you know, they're both really funny. They're both very entertaining. Maybe that's the route they go. I couldn't tell you what happened in this match. You know, thinking back, I, I was so like, oh, this is just, this is a waste of my time. It's a waste of their time. But I watched it and I don't mean a one because, of course, she did. Um, I did want to really quickly ask who do you think waka beats ever um if that new trainee ever debuts that's probably it um uh, otherwise, yes. no nobody tough for waka you know someday she'll get a big win and we'll all rejoice it's fine you don't need to win in stardom uh <laughs> <laughs> hiromi mimura probably lost every match she was in and yet we still love her to this day so it's, it's that's fun. true she was great yeah 
Um, but yeah, on to the next match. We have Utami Hayashishita beating Mai Sakurai and Saki Kashima in a three-way. Um, Utami was uh, dedicating this one to her granddad. He was in the crowd, and uh, she was pretty jazzed about this. So it was very nice. Um, she was smiling on the way to the ring. For the second week in a row, we have human emotions from Utami. So that is... We're getting somewhere here. Um, clearly, not being Red Bell champion has meant uh, she can be a bit carefree for once, which is very nice. This this is what happens when the weight of the world is off your shoulders. Mm-hmm. You can actually be happy. And, uh, you know, that entire 2021 was a big year for her and stardom as a whole. And I think you kind of get lost in that. She probably did, too. And mm-hmm. there was a reason that, you know, there would be weeks that you'd come on here and say she's kind of emotionless. And it's because she probably had so much going on through her head that she couldn't really share emotion but uh it is nice to see her smiling and you know having a good time like visibly having a good time there's there's something to be said about not being champion and just kind of vibing and that's exactly what she's doing and i thought this match was you know fine she won for her grandfather so good for her yeah i mean there was some like really cool three-way spots involved and uh you know my showed a lot of fire like i'm really interested in Mai every time she wrestles uh, I was saying this on Twitter she has like ace-like gear and a banging entrance theme and for what? <laughs> she's in the lower card, it is not fair <laughs> yeah she's uh, she's gotten better though mm-hmm. Like I, I will give credit where credit's due she has made it to the point where I'm not, I'm watching her matches I'm not wanting to run away and never watch it again which is actually something that I dealt with for first couple how long has she been here first couple months probably mm-hmm. i just didn't want to watch any of her matches i watched them but i didn't want to i dreaded <laughs> it um now we've gone to the point where she just hits people with a lot of forearms and see that's a good start mm-hmm. that's a good start good forearms for the most part yeah her forearms are great especially um and utami killed her here at the finish with the german suplex which uh it, i i prefer this to utami's other finishers like i i know that's be an unpopular opinion, but I would take the uh, the deadlift German over the torture rack bomb or the the bad razor's edge any day. The bad razor's edge. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, the deadlift German is always a great spot. I like when she does it in pretty much every match because I don't know she's just she's just really good. She's she's really good. Yes. The bad razor's edge. That got me. Is that the BT bomb? Is that what you meant? Yeah, the, the, the BT bomb. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Big match finish where she spins them around and drops them. And you're like, why? Why, why did you need to do To be fair. To be fair. Imagine it happening to you where you get spun around and then just kind of tossed down on your neck. But it's not like there's no velocity to it. Like you're just slowly rotating and then being dropped like there's no need for the spin yeah i think the spinning part yeah if you took the spinning part out i think it'd be a lot cooler definitely um because it's just like the running three except she just tosses them straight down yeah pretty much yeah for the takumi roja fans out there you're welcome it's me (laughs) she did like a dominator version um in her match with hashimoto sorry 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 (laughs) Um, the next match on the show was Unagi Saka and Sam Nakano beating Lady C and Saya Kamatani. Um, so this was the match where Unagi 
basically almost spiked Lady C for the finish. Um, leading up to that, we had what was generally a good match. Like, Saya worked really well with both Unagi and Tam. Um, but obviously, whenever Lady C was in there, there was a bit of a noticeable step down. Just obviously, like, Lady C isn't on that level of, of Saya just yet. Um, but, like, in general, like, it, it was good. I don't know. I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't, like, come away loving it or anything. I came away accepting that I just really love Tam and Unagi as a team. Yes. I think they are fantastic together. I think if if or when they eventually have a tag team title reign, it'll actually be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully not anytime soon. I think FWC should keep those belts for a bit. But they are really good together. They have the tag team offense, chemistry, whatever you want to call it. Um, and Unagi and Saya have just learned to wrestle each other in like the past couple of weeks. And it's great because that means their title match should be like a 15 minute. We hate each other. We're just going to wreck each other. We don't need the emotional backstory behind it. We just don't like each other. And that's it. Like, that's what we should just go with. And I think that's what they are going for. So that's a good sign. But yeah, Lady C, uh, I don't want to say she brought the match down, but she's just not on there level right now which you know maybe someday and she's also trying to slot into qq which is obviously a bit of a change for her like i think in ring she she fit a lot better with with some of the other groups than she does with saya you know which is obviously going to take time to adjust to yeah she just kind of got pushed in there because they needed someone i would just put i would have just no offense to Lacey, would have put her somewhere else and put Momokogo in Queen's Quest. I feel mm-hmm. like that would have been a reasonable fit. She could easily lose matches, but kind of build up. I don't know. I do want to say Unagi hit the best frog splash she's hit in, like, months on the show. Like, she actually got height on it and, like, looked good. I feel like every time I've seen her do it in the past six months it's been like oh it's gotten worse <laughs> she kind of had like the charlotte flair effect where her moonsault was or frog splash was really good and then she just like must have hurt herself one time so she just kind of fell onto yes. her now we're at a point where it was really good and i want to give her credit for that well good on unagi there um I, w- I was like that is very harsh to even compare her to charlotte flair but i mean i get it you know Get it was the moon yeah. salt effect, not actually Charlotte Flair. Nagi Sayak is so much better than Charlotte yeah, Flair. Yeah, okay, thank you. Because like that was that was that would have been very mean. Um Yeah, Charlotte Flair is like my worst insult. <laughs> but moon salt, it was fair. Yeah, no, that is that is a bit better. Um especially like twenty twenty two Charlotte, where she like gave up at least four years ago and it's just like very noticeable to everybody, but uh Yeah. But they put the title on her baby. Woo-hoo. Woo! I love the I, I love think. The dub. Does she have the title? Yes, she does, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's like the only okay. woman that's, left on SmackDown. Of course, she has the belt. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because they released yeah. them all. And then they said, oh, we'll have to put her in the Rumble because we don't have mm-hmm. Oh, God. We're not talking about No, this. we're, we're going to talk about they, it. They, they, went, they went down an entire racist journey last night. We don't need to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, we're gonna stay away from that. Um, but yeah, the what we will talk about is Lady C almost getting her neck broken. Um, so for anybody who has watched Unagi Saka, her finisher involves turning her opponent upside down and dropping them safely on their head, 
underneath her leg. Uh, generally, the person taking the move will tuck their head to, to protect themselves. Uh, Lady C untucked her head <laughs> and was staring right at the mat as she was being driven down. Uh, she just kind of managed to get herself tucked at the last minute. And I think Unagi maybe shifted her leg a bit to, to help uh, soften the blow. But it definitely was not a nice landing for Lady C. And she was she was out of it after the match as well. Now, I think she got hurt before that, but maybe that's just overanalyzing. Because she did seem a bit groggy when she was being set up for some of the moves to, down the stretch. Um, definitely, like, that was a narrow avoidance of disaster. Like, she was getting dropped and basically was staring at the mat. Like, you're, you're, you're looking at a, a real serious neck issue there if that had happened. Yeah, I'm a big fan of when wrestlers have multiple finishers and it's for reasons like this unagi can use that you know thank you for your service finisher on anyone that's smaller than her but and i understand this this could have just been a freak situation where lady c might have been out beforehand but as I said earlier, Unagi Sayaka is not the strongest person on the roster. That's not saying she's not strong or anything. But, or, you know, the most um, advanced wrestler on the roster. So, giving her a finisher where you're kind of just pulling them down onto their neck, uh, it's, it's always kind of scary. Um, I think it's just a freak situation more than anything. I think you have a point where Lady C did seem kind of out of it. Um, I watched it back afterwards and she, yeah, she wasn't all there. So maybe it's just a freak situation. Hopefully again, she's okay because anything with the neck is terrifying. Um, and you know, I just hope that she'll be back by Nagoya Supreme fight. That seems like a good spot mm-hmm. since she's still on the card. Um, and she can use these couple of weeks to rest. Yeah. So this was the last time we saw Lady C. She got pulled from the show the next day, and obviously she's off the shows next week. So whatever happened here did do uh, enough damage to to keep her off some of the shows. Um, but as as we said, she is scheduled to be back for Nagoya Supreme Fight. So fingers crossed there. Uh, On to the next match, though. We had Suzuki Koguma and Mayu Watani of Stars wrestling to a twenty minute draw with the Donna Del Mondo team of Tekla Mirai and julia um just based on the pre-match promos i felt like marais has settled in a lot more already um just like she she kind of feels like the the overachieving friend of these two weirdos who is very much okay with them (laughs) being weird because they are nice to her um and that's the sense that i get because tekla and julia just like they're just doing whatever and then they're very, they very nicely are like, okay, yeah, Mariah, it's your turn now. You can, you can talk. And it's, it's very sweet. Um, but she's definitely finding her groove there a little bit more and finding her spot among that trio of strange characters. Yeah, she's found her uh, one-liner that she'll put her soul into it every single time. Like, that's her new thing. I think that's what she's saying at the end of each promo. She's like... And I'll give it all and all my soul or something. Yada, yada, yada. Anyways, I agree that each show that you've seen of Mariah, her confidence has just kind of got so much 
better because you you know you watch that show that first show that they debuted it was all about tecla you know some julia of course too but there were people walking away like really what what happened to mariah mayumi what what happened you you and dylan said that on the (laughs) show and i think it was fair to assume like okay what happened to this you know this great wrestler who left TJPW with all this charisma just to be like the third part of this trio in a bigger group. Uh, She has been able to use her in-ring, especially since then, to get herself over. And my big takeaway from that first show was, okay, maybe they're going to view her as a Mm long-term project, which is fine how much of a project because i thought she was already pretty good i don't know but you pair her with someone like micah Hameka, you know to uh well as we've as i've somehow learned mariah is very tall mm-hmm. all of a sudden i don't know where that came from so i think working with those two and bringing out that side of her and working with you know those who brought that out of micah and Hameka will help a lot because you know mariah is a lot better than micah and Hameka when mm-hmm. they came in and now look at them so I think she's you know destined to be great in stardom. And I mean, they did not go with the long-term plan. They gave her a world title match the, the show after. But uh, I think she's definitely going to have some great success. And I like where she's slotting into DDM, which, you know, could lead to Hameka and Mariah continuously hating each other low-key, which is my favorite little story to watch. Yeah, I mean, listen, you gotta gotta keep an eye out for the DDM Civil War, um, but for now, she's she's definitely gelling with with Julia and Tecla and all of the others in DDM, which is great. And I think she's showing a lot more confidence just in how she speaks and how she portrays herself. Um, and she's showing she isn't the Mariah from TJPW, and that's fine. Like, I've, she's going for a different vibe. Obviously, anybody who saw her in TJPW, she was like the colorful very underdog baby face uh who was best friends with a bee and that's not really her here and that's fine because she is really showing a completely different side of herself and is already excelling at doing that so um alex alex being a best friend with a bee in stardom is very different oh dear oh no <laughs> why did you have to remind me of her existence if it helps she's retired now that's the joke, right? She's retired because yeah. Depends on who you ask, because uh, some of us think it's retirement, and some of us just consider it a black hole. So you know, <sighs> Walter would disagree. Ooh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, nope, we're not doing that. Yeah, thought so. Um, but yeah, this match was was really good. I don't think I need to tell anybody that, uh, given all six people involved. Uh, I don't think it hit the highs that maybe some people had expected. Like I wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a notebook match or even like close to that. But it was still like quite a good match. I thought. Um, I mean, if they were in a you know a better venue for a more important show going all out, I think they could obviously have a better match than they did here which had a lot of good flashes, but was mostly just, you know, hey, we're showcasing, you know, six of our best for the paying folks here in Tajimi. Yeah, the majority of the match was pretty much DDM versus Hazuki, which is kind of every house show um, Hazuki match nowadays. I don't, I don't know why. It just seems that way. She's in there the entire time, which isn't a bad thing. She's, you know, 
great. But I, I noticed that a little bit. Uh, Mayu did have her old gear on. I want to point mm. that out. She had old older gear on, not you know necessarily the oldest gear, but she had some of her old gear. Um, and Julia had a T-shirt. And the power that Julia has with just a T-shirt, it's not fair. Um, she had the I, – I thought it was funny the way she wore the T-shirt because she had, like, her, like, angel, like um, – what's it called? Shoulder pad sticking out. I don't know why. I just found that really funny. It was like the T-shirt was – never mind. Anyways, moving on. Uh, but I thought the match was, like you said, it was it was really good. It's what you can expect from these Stardom House shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not always going to get, you know, like you said, the notebook match, the four-star plus match. But you're going to get a really good tag match almost guaranteed every show that makes you go – that makes you stay sane <laughs> after watching the likes of Mina versus Waka. So this was definitely that for me. Um, and I thought it was fine. Yeah, definitely. Um to be fair, though, all of this was worth it in, with the main event. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <there. laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get through this. So, um, Micah is a bear now. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's committed to the bit. I, uh, those, <laughs> there, was, there was a photo posted on Twitter at like 5 a.m. Japan time of uh, Micah in the bushes in a bear suit. And uh, we all, as a community, were like, what the fuck happened here? (laughs) And then she comes out for the match in this show and is still wearing the bear costume. And she is now Kumaika, which means she is bear Mika. Um, And yeah, it's... It's, oh, it's so it's amazing. Like she for the pre match the pre match <laughs> promo. Where like Siri The pre match promo uh, was it was amazing because like Mike or yeah, Himeka had to like call her in. Siri's like where where's Micah? And Himeka was like, Come here, come here, come here, buddy, come here, Micah. And Micah just stumbles in, <laughs> you know, completely unaware of what's going on, stumbles in, you know, stone faced, uh, looking around at everything. Clearly wearing a bear costume, and it was like this. Okay, she she's a bear. <laughs> I get it. I just I lo- I love these people so much. <laughs> Who knew DDM? Like it's their <laughs> two year anniversary today. Who knew that they would be um, a collection of very gay women uh, with a bear in their midst. Not me. I never would have. I never would have guessed yeah. any of that. Think about it. One year ago, right now, you know, it's two year anniversary. Think of, think about mm-hmm. it one year ago today. You wouldn't have even thought this. You know, a lot of people's complaints was, oh, stardom's not the same. They're not as funny. You know, they don't do the comedic spots anymore. Uh, hello, but you're missing something here. You're missing Micah be a bear. She literally. Uh, this is the one video that bothered me. Uh, there was a video of of Natsupoi feeding Micah and mm. you know the bear Micah the bear and uh she has committed to it and then some she's more committed to being a bear than Koguma at the moment which not a shot at Koguma just she's where I mean guys she's wearing a bear costume this is a wow it's just it's it's what is it called method acting is that what it's yeah. called yeah when 
people in movies and TV shows like become the character. Micah has become the mm-hmm. character, and the character just happens to be a bear. She wrestled the match mm-hmm. normal, but everything up until the bell rang to start the match was just insane. And I, I just. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of want to see the bear react with all members of DDM in yeah. a match now or just prior because the pre-match was just so funny because Shuri was like, where the hell is Micah? And Hameka just acted like it was normal. Like, oh, yeah, come here. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. Hameka is, is so funny because, like, you can tell she's along for the journey, but it's also like, what in the hell is my life? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, they're just, they're just yeah. the best. But like, the best. It's, it's not even that Micah is just wearing the bear costume. It's that she acts differently with it. Like, it, she is so, like, it, it's like she doesn't know anything. She doesn't know words. She doesn't know what's <laughs> going on. Bear. Like, she's so curious about everything. She's constantly, like, waddling and teetering. And you're just like, what? You, you know, where? How? How? She's not as advanced as no. Kogama yet. She's just yeah. a cub. She needs to, you know, she needs to become the bear. Which, if this is all just to prove that they're crazy enough to face FWC, God, mm. God bless them. God bless. Them. It is committing to the bit. Um, but on the other side of the ring, we had um, we had an away <laughs> tie team of uh, Momwatanabe, Starlight Kid, and Ruaka. Um, Starlight Kid and Ruaka pre-match promos are great. Uh, I love them. I love that they're back. Rocka is so fun in these. Um, They all had food, and uh, Momo had what looked like a hot dog, but like in a in a packet. She stared at it. Like she wasn't going to eat that hot dog. At least you hope not, because it wasn't cooked. Um, But you know, I think it was meant to be so that she had something that was like show, because they used to call her show pie. Um, as in like as it was a Mm. reference. Um. You know, the main part was Kid and Rocco, who were like, we're, we want the artist belts. Um, we're, we're taking the nice colors. Rena, Rena is stuck with a pink one. Rena isn't here today, so she can't argue. And uh, that was great. Everyone has so much fun yeah. now. Like, even when the matches aren't necessarily like, oh, can't miss. At least they're having fun. Like, these moments are what these shows are for, really. And I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I was saying this to Dylan, but, like, I don't even care if like the matches aren't great as so long as everyone is just cracked out of their mind for a little bit and then I will be having a great time. <laughs> been there, it's a great time. No, I didn't take crack. I never mind. All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was just good. it was just going to get worse if I tried to explain what I meant. Okay, so I that's fair. Um this match then was uh, generally pretty okay. Uh, they mostly worked over Micah, and then Siri kind of beat the shit out of Araka at the end. And uh, oh, there was a cool part where Momo and Siri traded kicks, and I thought that was awesome. And uh, Starlight Kid's offense did not work all that well on Himeka, which was my only real downside. But like <laughs> the rest of the match was was pretty good. Um, Way to tie obviously has a, a general ceiling on how good they can be with with all the heel stuff, but. Yeah, it was, it was good enough. Yeah. This this is like the trio in Oedo that just would benefit so much from being their own thing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like they would do so well if they could get rid of the Oedo heat part and just kind of be themselves. Uh, I think they would benefit a lot for that. But yeah, Momo and Shuri trading kicks. Never gonna say no to that. That was great. And uh, Hameka and Micah yeeted 
Starlight Amazing. Kid out of the ring. That was wild. They just absolutely tossed her. I was like, oh, okay, she's flying. Oh, nope, nope. Okay, cool, cool, cool. But yeah, that's that's called bear strength because you know Mike is a bear. Yes. And I mean, to be fair, she was she was strong anyway. So it's, you know. Well, yeah, yeah, she's strong anyways. But there's something different. When that's you true. Yeah, bear. bears are bears are generally very strong. Yes, ask her. I, I will try. I will at her on the Twitter. We'll see how that goes. Could you imagine having a conversation with Koguma? I don't think I could. I don't think I could keep myself. She serious. seems like very normal um, when she isn't trying to turn everybody into bears. So I think she might be okay. Well, even having that <laughs> thought in your head is good enough for me to be like, okay, I don't That's know about true. this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, we should probably move on to the next show. Uh, well, we didn't see it, so it's okay. Yeah, so uh, Stardom has no uh, middle ground. Either everything is up in two days, or you are waiting a week for, for the cool stuff. And uh, this was a week where we waited for the cool stuff. So there's only three matches up from this January 16th show so far. Um, this is in a hotel. <laughs> so if that doesn't tell you how much effort <laughs> these ladies put in, then I don't know what will. Uh, there was 260 people there, but it was still a hotel. A very fancy hotel. No. Nor should they put in yeah. effort for this. Fancy hotel that has wrestling involving... Wait, did Micah dress up as a bear here, um, too? I assume so. Oh, well, sorry. I, I don't know if she's just fully become bear in gimmick, so I just have to, I have to double That's check. That's fair. I mean, let me check. Stardom uploads photos. More like that's bear. Are you, are you laughing or coughing? <laughs> All right, guys, we're leaving. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I was, it was bad. It was bad. It was it was very dead like joke. Okay, that's that's uh, that's all right. Um, I don't know if she was on the bear. They haven't uploaded the photos of the uh, the entrances, so pretty disappointing. Jerks. Um, but yeah, so the opener of this show was uh, Siri beating Waka Skiama, My Sakurai, and Rocka in uh, just under eight minutes. Uh, she beat them all on her own in a three-on-one match. So um, go Siri. I can imagine Rocka gave up on her. Team yeah, she didn't seem one. too happy about the match being made. She was like, "Stardom, what? What is this shit? What are you doing? Like, why? Why would you make me team with these people?" Um, so I, I can imagine she put in no well, effort. Well, would you have been happy teaming with um, them? I no. would be incredibly happy to spend every day with Waka because uh, that would be funny as hell. She's so strange. I'd be concerned because she still does the eye thing mm. once in a while, and every time she does it, I'm like, oh, Waka, I forgot you did this. This is this is the one part of you that just absolutely terrifies me. And it ugh, it just it's ter it's terrible. And then no, no. If she if she did that at any point during a day where no, no, just scary. That's fair. Bad. Um have no. you ever seen her on uh, Unagi's TikToks as well? It's it gives off the worst energy. Yeah. I don't like it. Mm. I've seen one I, I and that was yeah. enough. Unagi's TikToks are uh no they're very no, no. <laughs> Hazuki's TikToks are very funny, though. Yeah, she did like this weird thing where she like moved her head, and it was terrifying. It right. you gotta see it. It, it 
I, I literally only said she. Yeah, I don't. That could be just, anything. Yeah. Like, there's a trend about that. Describing a TikTok is yes. so difficult. Okay, because it's a song and they're doing something. I don't know how to explain that. And to be fair as well, um, the trends over there are obviously different to here. So like they're doing popular Japanese TikTok trends to like songs, um, but like nobody here would know them obviously because our trends are different. So it's uh, like Starlight Kid to be making uh, one of her TikToks to like a very popular sound, and you're just like, what is she doing? Like, what what's what's the deal here? Um, you know, gotta get in on the uh, Japanese TikTok world. Yeah, I mean, unless it's Unagi, then <laughs> that's fair. Um, speaking of Unagi, her teammates Mina Shirakawa and Sam Nakano wrestled uh, Tekla and Julia of DDM in the next match. Uh, this went 12 minutes, and Mina won with the glamorous collection Mina. So, um, Tekla and Julia are are still completely all over the place whenever the team they're they're very funny uh i don't well obviously you didn't watch any of this stuff today but their pre-match promo was just so much chaos like they just hadn't a clue where they were going and it was great um but tecla clearly like really likes mina and is like very into it she's very interested in mina just because uh, apparently mina is also crazy so yeah yeah I saw yes. the Sam. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they <laughs> went out there and they wrestled. And uh, as as you'd imagine, every Mina and Tekla interaction was, was top tier. They're just so fun together. Um, Tekla is just so interesting in general. You know, I've said that every time she wrestles. But, like, there was a there was a part where they were, like, exchanging punches. And so she, like, did a big wind-up for a punch and then just, like, faked out for a kick. And I was like, this is this is genius. Like, yes. Like, obviously, every wrestler has probably done that at least a dozen times, but none of them make it as intriguing as Tekla. So, um, Tekla. Uh, Julia, uh, Julia promised to smack Tam Senseless as well in the pre-match promo. She she basically was like, I'm going to make your face blow up again by beating you up. So that was, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was very evil. Uh, she didn't really do that. I didn't... Uh, I didn't think they went ref. that hard in this one. They mostly st- stepped aside and let Mina and Tekla do their stuff. Um, then Mina got the surprise pin on Tekla. The the glamorous collection Mina is a roll-up that she hasn't used in a while, so it really caught everybody off guard. And that was it, really. Oh, first loss for Tekla. Yeah, surprising. Um, but I suppose coming to Mina kind of is understandable. Um, and, you know, the match was about as good as you're yeah. going to get in a in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give credit to Julia on the slapping mm-hmm. thing. Tam threatened to cut her head off. So, as far as I know, any Julia insult towards Tam is fair. Yeah, game, that's fair. Moving forward, she could do whatever she wants because threatening to cut someone's head off should probably, you know, should probably watch Tam moving forward when she's near. I mean, Tam. I feel like newer fans don't Damn. realize that Tam used to have a reputation as like an absolute killer <laughs> because she used to have uh she's had the microwave yeah, she's, she's like i like, you know people were like oh she's gonna put you in the microwave like that was that was a thing for a while yeah that, that shouldn't be <laughs> it shouldn't but it was uh no, it was accepted no. as part of tom's canon just did did, did you hear yourself say I did, that out yeah. loud? I, l- listen 
I've been in the Joshi yeah, circles for long enough that nothing surprises me. <laughs> like, nothing at all. That's fair, but Micah was a bear, so that had to give you a little surprise. I grew up on the internet, so no. <laughs> like, I was terminally oh online from the time I was, like, a, a teenager. So, um, no. <laughs> Micah as a yeah, bear is uh, not, not a, a huge boy. shock to me, so, sadly. Um... After this match, right, Mina, um, who was wearing a, a shirt over her gear, uh, she stuck the shirt over Tekla's head and uh, pulled her in against the boobs. So she basically motorboated Tekla. <sighs> well, Tekla oh couldn't God. get out because she was stuck under a shirt. And when Tekla escaped, she seemed kind of okay with it. And I was like, you know, Utami and Siri like actively kissed at one point last year, but they have nothing. They have nothing on Tekla and Mina. Correct. Like they have the most get a room energy I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. Wow. Okay. I saw the picture of that. Uh someone posted a photo of that. I think it was stardom, and I was like, oh okay. Uh I didn't know if that happened during the match or not, so I'm good to I guess it's good to hear it didn't happen during the match, but after. Yeah, they're on something. Their match at uh, Nagoya is gonna be. I I don't know if it, I don't know if it's gonna be good. <laughs> I just know it's gonna happen, and I am gonna be concerned the entire time. Yeah, I'm watching. yeah. I mean, listen, I would be surprised if they don't kiss before their match at the rate they're going. Um, you can just never tell. Oh, so okay, You're just expecting it. Well, I think they've already went past kissing. I don't know. I feel like death by motorboat is acceptable for Mina. I feel like that's just a part of her repertoire. Well, that's hmm, okay. Yeah. I'm done. I just remember the the phase where Micah was obsessed with them, and and it was very normal. Yeah, well, Micah has been obsessed uh, obsessed that's with true. many people. She did briefly lust after Momo. Yeah, and there gets the wrestle this coming weekend. I wonder if that's gone. Maybe that's gone now that she's. Yeah, evil. I don't know if the bear will uh, like the emo. That's uh. Does I need to know? Does De- does D- does Dylan know the way he yells "evil" on the show every time is exactly the way, uh, Mermaid Man did from SpongeBob? I would assume it's a reference because he probably grew up on SpongeBob. Well, it, it, it's from that, so it has to be. Okay. okay. Cool, cool, cool. I, I will. Just I will sure. get him to listen and uh, address that. So, all right. Cool. Cool. I okay, just want to. I just want to. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the next match on the show was uh, Zuki Koguma <laughs> and Mayu Tani taking on uh, Mom Watanabe, Starlight Kid, and Saki Kashima. Um. The Stars team won in just under fifteen minutes. Um. I would like to say this was the longest 15 minutes of my life. I remember the match ended and the the graphic displayed where it was like, oh, this match went 14 minutes and 43 seconds. And I was like, you lie. Do not lie to me. Because I I seriously thought this went like 20 or something. It felt really long. Um, The pre-match promo was very funny where Mayu was like, uh, Saki betrayed me. uh, Momo betrayed me. uh, Kid didn't betray me, but she did leave me. Um, So I, I really want to beat all three of them. And I was like, you know, that's that that's a that's as good a reasoning as any, Mayu. Like I accept that. Yeah, she doesn't need reasoning, yes. but I'm happy she provides it. You know, she can she can do whatever she wants, but wow, what a what a tough what a tough life. Ace, you know, Mayu, the role of the ace. Um, so 
And but it's okay because she destroys she all of Oedo time. Every time. I hope she did um, here. And Kid said in her pre-match promo, she was like, oh, I don't like stars anymore. And I was like, where did this come from? <laughs> where did that happen? So uh, <laughs> her character development is all over the place. Uh, she was like, yeah, Hazuki and Kogamo won the belts. Um, so I hate stars. And it's like, ah, okay. Jealous. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Happens because cause she never won them with Mayu. And then she left because, you know, she's a loser. Wow. Goddamn. You're not wrong. It's, no? no, I'm not wrong. She lost, and that's why she's not there anymore because yeah. she's a loser. Yeah, I agree. We're not going to talk about the part that Mayu also lost in that match, but yeah, she she beat all of Oedo Tai in like yeah. 20 minutes, so it's fine. I don't know. You know, listen, Kid is a. Uh, yeah, remember yeah, that? Kid is, kid is a uh, confused child. It's okay. Maya should beat up another faction. Yes. Entire She faction. should do... Cosmic Angels. No, I think she should run through DDM, because it would be very funny. Oh my god, well those would be great matches. It, it would, but it would be... Well, I said funny. Cosmic Angels, because she'd commit a crime on Unagi again. Yeah, that's true. She does hate Unagi. We're almost a year from that yeah. match. On the anniversary, we're going to watch that match again. And, and break it down. <laughs> that was such a fun match. Yes. <laughs> it was so great. I remember coming on here and I was like, Dylan, I don't want to This is here. the greatest match of all time ever. Please. She murdered her. It was great. It's the best part was the pre match. She's like, I don't yes. want to be here. <laughs> and I have no interest in this. And then she committed to the bit by doing everything in her power to destroy Unagi. It was great. Um, Bless her. Um, speaking of Maya, though, uh, this match was was pretty good. Um, I wouldn't say it was amazing, but uh, there was a few good exchanges involved in it. I thought it was very heavy on them working over Koguma, given that it is in a way to tie match. But uh, in general, it was good, despite being the longest 15 minutes of my life. If that makes any sense. I was not expecting you to say this was good. The way you said it was the longest. Yeah, it's it's really life. weird. I was expecting you to turn <laughs> no, on. It's it's quite strange because it was loads of cool bits, but then like it also just like felt like it never ended. But there was enough cool bits for me to be like, yeah, that was good. That's stars for you nowadays. Pretty much. They don't they don't usually miss. Yeah, that's true. Except for that one time. Except for like that one time. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa, that was weird. All right, I'm. I'm just gonna let you go. All right. Um anyway, the the match after this was uh Unagaseka and Mirai resting to a fifteen minute draw. Uh and hopefully we'll get to see this one soon. I will have all eyes on it because it seems like it will either be really good or really bad. There is no in between. Would have been nice to see that one, Sonny. Girl. I'm surprised he doesn't have me blocked. Block like me. I swear. I, I talk shit on him every week. <laughs> well, he just must not listen. Which is a good sign. That's true. Or you can't figure out what your Twitter is. Most people can't, to be fair. So that that is a, that makes sense. Um, yeah, the main event of the show then was uh, Himeka and Micah beating Utami Hayashishita and Saya Kamatani. Uh, Micah pinned Saya with the Mishinoku driver, uh, continuing the little feud there where Micah and Saya will always pin the other in tag matches. They They literally do it every other show. Sai Kamatani wins the Wonder of Stardom Championship. Still loses in tag matches. It's Micah. Utami's not a champion. I I know, that's fair. I like that they keep that going. 
that you know the continuous okay these two are just going to pin each other at all times yeah because like they're the feud that isn't a feud but is a feud which is always entertaining they're very good against each other um i'm i'm guessing this match was very good i mean you look at these two teams you just assume that yeah it was great and this is the closest i'll ever get to utami versus hameka in current Dude. form so yeah i don't know because just... i mean the, the house show crew is just very low effort so i mean it might be like three and a half stars most you know that's good enough for that's me. fair yeah um i just don't want like bad we if we can avoid bad we're okay that is fair yeah because there's a lot of bad wrestling, so it's, yeah. There is. You and me discussed this. The stardom undercards are, you know, they can be not so great. But the undercard of almost every other wrestling promotion is worse. So it's okay. Some of the main events are worse. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah. Can big big Japan wrestling over there or anyway. whatever. All right. Yep. She pointed. Yep, yep. I mean, listen, I just mentioned big she Japan. Pointed. I don't know. I haven't watched it in, like, forever. It sounds right. It that that is true. You might have affected the sixty-seven people that went to their show, though. Oof, ouch, Scott Claus. I think that's actually like a number, which is still more than. Never mind. Were you gonna? I was gonna. Sh- I was no. It's different. It's Were you different. gonna dig it's a different. prominence? Like you like prominence? No, nope, it's different. It's <laughs> okay. different, Alex. Okay. It's different. They were in a bar. They didn't really have yeah. a mat. They didn't have a I ring. Know. I know. It's different. Be- Big Japan had a ring. Yeah. To be fair though, Big Japan has been on the brink of dying like twice in the last two years. So. Yeah. Well, so has all Japan. But here we are. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I think technically all Japan did die. Um. It's just like. <laughs> yeah, no, because like I'm pretty sure technically they yeah. did. The original company is dead. Junakiyama, I think, just like picked up the rights oh, yeah. and kept it going. But I'm, I, I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Which is wild because he's not there anymore. Yeah, they really pushed him out. Um. But anyway, on to Stardom. That's wrestling. Yes, Stardom. Woohoo! Uh, so the first show to preview is on the 22nd of January. Uh, this is in Kochi. Uh, it's in the Cerise Gymnasium. Um. The opener is Saki Kashima versus Waka Skiyama. Uh, assume Saki will win. Oh, this is going to be bad. It's going to be uh, bad. Maybe, yes. If it's all Saki heat, it's going to be oh, bad. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. On Waka, of all people. I feel like Waka can make it work. I don't know. I don't know. The match with Mina was bad. And, like... I feel like that should have worked because well, because the the Mina know. dynamic was kind of off. Like you can't really have Waka sell for like eighty percent of a match with Mina. That isn't really Mina's thing. That's true. It could be okay at best. Yes, fair enough. Uh, the next match is one that I'm generally excited for. This is Himeka versus Unagi Sayaka. Um, this is obviously going to a draw. Excuse me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> um, I oh. think this got changed because okay. of uh, Lady C being injured. I think it was meant to be a, a three-way. Oh well, I'm gonna say I, I wish Lady C didn't get injured, but also this what? match is gonna be really fun. <laughs> I said I wish she didn't get injured. Well, yeah. Okay. I mean, I thought that meant that like you hated uh, this uh, match. No. 
No, I'm very happy about okay. this match, but I just I was trying to I was trying to be nice at the same time. Alex. Who needs to be nice? Ah, well, hmm. me, Do Alex. You? Sometimes. <laughs> shush, shush. <laughs> All right. Shush. Um, this match will be great, yes. though. I expect to make it to Lariat Unagi to. Oh Oblivion. hell yeah, that's gonna be great. Um, the forearms are gonna be off the chains here. Um, but it's obviously going to a draw. Like yes. that's the main drawback. That's cool. Give me fifteen minutes of them smashing each other in the face. Yeah, I mean, why not? Um, the that's kind of why I like draws. It gives me a lot of time. It depends on the draw, mm-hmm. of course, uh, because sometimes like some draws stink. They just they're just not good. This will be pretty that's good. fair. That that is true. Um. The next match on the show then is uh, Siri and Micah versus Utami Hashishta and Saya Kamatani. Oh boy. Um, what is this show? Know. Where are they? <laughs> it's literally just in a place called Kochi. Like, Why do they care? I have no idea. I feel like the injury to Lady C really messed up like a lot with the, the cards here because there's no way they would just like you do that. You say messed up. I say glowed up. Hell yeah. Glowed up. Glow up. Yeah, there we go. Be able to glow. All right. Okay. No. 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 We've we've made enough WWE references today. <laughs> no, Naomi's cool. That's so fair. It's okay. Um, I've no idea who wins this one. I guess Saya could pin Micah to get her win back. Yes, that is exactly how it should go. True. That that is the only way. It that should is go. fair. Um. Right. The next match then is uh, Julia, Mariah, and Tekla of Donna Del Mondo against Momotanabe, Starlight Kid, and Roka of Oedo Tai. Um, I mean, DDM are probably winning. That, that just makes sense. Um, probably somebody pins Roka. Probably Mariah. Tekla versus Roka sounds like one absurd. They were moment. in a That's tag match recently, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, Julia, Julia and Tekla. Oh, yeah, they were. Kate that was good. Rocka. Yeah, that was fun. This should be fun. And then Julia and Momo probably still hate each other, so yay. You said Momo was in this match, right? Yeah. Okay, cool, 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 cool. All right. Um, end event of this show, then, is Mayu Iwatani, Hazuki, and Koguma versus Tam Nakano, Mina Shirakawa, and Mai Sakurai. Um. That is a star's win if I've ever seen one. My Sakurai is right there. Um, and hopefully Mayu is still in the mood for killing some angels because that would be very fun. I... Yeah. The, yeah. Star yes. has to win. My, like you said, My Sakurai is right there. It Had it been Tam, Mina, and Unagi, you know, different conversations. But has to... Yeah, this should be good, though. I think this should be really good, especially if Mayu's on her shit. Very much so. Um, with that, we're on to the last show to preview. This is on the 23rd of January. Uh, this is actually the anniversary of Stardom's launching. So uh, this is technically their 11th anniversary show. Uh, this is in the Eddie Onisaka Arena number two. So uh, good times there. Um, the opener is the debut of Momokogo versus Unagi Sayaka. Uh, Unagi will win. But this is our first chance to look at Momo in Stardom. Uh, so hopefully she has a good debut. She's obviously like showed a lot of potential outside of Stardom. So if she even lives up to half of that, I think people will really, really like her. 
She's probably like right in the middle of their signees, like their last five signees. She's better than Waka mm-hmm. and Mai, but she's definitely not better than Tekla and Mirai. So it should be a good spot for her. I really hope she doesn't go to the Cosmic Angels. Yeah, I really she hope feels she like doesn't. a Queen's Quest. I'd be so sad. Yeah, she'd fit well in there. There, um, I see there are stars, mm-hmm. maybe. maybe. Stars is a bit yeah. close for business, though. This is true. They That's don't need true. anyone, but I'm just thinking. I'm thinking out loud, and just I don't want her. To <laughs> Fair enough. Angels. That's that's my number one goal. They don't. No, just please. All right. Don't. Um, the next match is a three-way tag match. This is Utami Hoshishta and Sayaka Natani versus Mina Shirakawa and Waka Sukiyama versus Saki Kashima and Fukigen Death. Um, presumably, Aphrodite will win. Yeah, yeah, this sounds like... I know, like, Saki and Fukigen can win at any time, but that would just... It would make zero sense in this match. That they, Aphrodite should definitely win. Yes, I agree. Um, was this one of the ones mixed up by Lady C? Uh, I don't Aphrodite think so, no. Was. I think this was always meant to happen. Oh, really? Yeah. Weird. Because I know there was some three-way match that was meant to happen that was, a, you know, a, a tag, but it might have been actually... It might have been a three-way trios match in the semi-main. So th- I think this was changed. It was originally Waka and Mina versus Fukigen and Death. Ah, um, uh, Yeah, okay, and I, I think uh, Utami, Saya, and Lady C were meant to wrestle stars and a way to tie in the, the semi-main. So yeah, I think it was changed. This mm-hmm. is fine. Um, so the match after that... Um, I don't know why this is happening. Tam Nakano versus Mai Sakurai. <laughs> why is it so high on the card? I don't. I, what are we? What, what, why? What are we doing? <laughs> like Mai is gonna lose, but I mean, shit, dude. I don't think this is gonna be good. I really don't. No, it, it's one of those weird ones where like Tam might just beat her up because obviously Mai has this weird link to Julia, so like <laughs> Tam might just try and kill her. Maybe. I mean, if Tam tries to kill her, that'll be good, but I'm very much preparing myself for house show Tam going in. To be fair, though, this is um, Zed on Arena number two. Oh! Bring your A game. This is weird. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about these shows. I mean, mm-hmm. the card the day before this has been so much better, yet this is Eddie on Arena number two. Hmm. But this one gets better. Yeah, this yeah. Okay, well, Tam wins, lol, but, yes. you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the next match, then, is a Stars team of Mayu Watani, Hazuki, and Koguma versus Momo and Abe, Starlight Kid, and Ruaka. Um, probably a Stars win again. Uh, where the ties just do not seem to get any wins whenever we preview them. Um I don't know why. Like, me and Dylan are always just like, yeah, no, way to tie isn't winning. Because generally they don't on the smaller shows. Unless they are, in which case they win every match. But then, like, if they aren't, then they lose all the time. They could always no have Kid roll up Koguma if they wanted to. But could. Stars has reached this weird point where, you know, they have the tag champs and then there's Mayu. So every time this team is a trio, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, they can't, they can't lose. They could, they could drop, they can't lose. 
Uh, I get to see Momo and Mayu wrestle, so that's a win for me. Big win for me because they are, you know, they don't typically miss, and I'm hopeful that they just want to kill each other less than, you know, heal bullshit. That's what I would like to see. Yeah. I would not hold my breath, though. Damn it, Alex. Just, okay. (laughs) Like, just let me have this one. You can't say, so you said in the match before this, well, the card gets better. And then, and then when I'm trying to have hope, you say, well, it's probably going to suck. That's literally what you just said to me. No, I mean, it could still be good with the heel stuff. That's not what you mean. No, no, no. You just, you are here to hurt me. And now I can see why (laughs) Dylan ends up being the guest that's yelled at. No, that is, that is. Yep, you have a hit out. On whoever your co-host is. That's what it is. This is slanderous. Oh yeah? Well, never mind. <laughs> okay. Um, right. Justice the main event Dylan. of this... Sh- <laughs> 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 I swear. I hope he listens actually... to this. I don't know. He might. Um, I said this to Dylan in the DMs. I was like, if you keep getting like buried in these reviews, you're going to become like the baby face of the show. And he was like, man, I hope so. Like, <laughs> I need that. That's a good mindset. That's how it always works. It's, it's going to have to happen eventually. It's only until someone on calls me. someone Charlotte Flair that they really become the heel. Uh, yeah. Which, Alex, maybe pick up your game or, you know. You could be like Charlotte Flair. You're the champion right now, you know. All these people are giving you championship reviews, but maybe that gets to your head, and you just maybe you get worse. I don't know. I mean, yeah, <laughs> much like <laughs> much like my my uh, writing career. Uh, I assume that I will eventually lose interest in this and become really bad at it. So, All right, um, you said it, not me. Wow. Harsh, harsh. Um, but yeah, anyway, enough about The good uh, match. Get to the good match. There's only one good match. Yes. So this is the spicy one. This is an outpost six-person tag. This is Siri, Micah, and Himeka of Donna Del Mondo taking on Julia, Tekla, and Mirai, also of Donna Del Mondo. Um, this is going to be crazy. Like, this this is going to be so good. Like, holy shit. Mirai and Himeka are going to do lariats. You know, Julia and somebody are going to bait the head off each other. Tekla's going to be in the middle acting like a spider, and it's just going to be the You're going to be all amped up. And, like, yeah, and then, you know, the, the spider. Uh, I love the spider. I like the spider. I hate actual spiders, but Tekla's okay. Ah, I meant to say in that Kogo mom match when she wrestled Tekla that she was also scared of the spider. Which, you know. Well, so was Mayu. Did you see, like, yes. the... <laughs> Mayu just, like, subtly off screen walking back up the ramp? <laughs> but yes, this match should be great. It's the first tease of, you know, the kind of Civil War thing that mm-hmm. I think fans have more kind of tease. But I mean, Hameka helps because she just yes. she wants nothing to do with Mirai. Uh, this will be a good sense of where they go probably with this story moving forward. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Mariah and Shuri 
uh, interact too right before their title match because I have no idea how that's going to go. Couldn't even begin to guess. Never seen them wrestle. How would I know? Yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting one, the, the, how Mirai works with Siri, because um, they are very different. Um, Do you think? I, um, yeah, I don't know. I would say Siri is more grounded. Yeah, no, no but... Do you think this will be... Do you think that they could get in their own way in this match? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't th- put DDM uh, yeah, on that's that. True. That's fair. That's fair. Then this should be really good. Who do you think wins? Um, I think Mirai pins Himeka. <gasps> that would be... Ooh. Mm. That's, that's Guys, a good call. I, I think a draw would be a very easy cop-out. But there are so many interesting ways to go by having Mirai pin somebody or somebody pin Julia or anything like that. I think Mirai has to win. I don't know why. Pretty much. I think, you know, this is the last match before the title match. You want to keep building her up. Having her pin Micah or Hameka makes the most sense. And going based off the ladder of how they look at those two. I'm guessing Hameka, like you said, probably gets pinned, Mm -hmm. but you never really know. You could see some friendly fire at one point in this match, but I'll be interested to see what happens post-match as well. That'll be really juicy. Yeah. I feel like they might all have a a united front after the match, but like there will be some tension underlying. I don't know. Hameka... Hameko held a grudge against Natsupoi for like two months because she said she didn't care, which was fair. Right? Because Natsupoi so. yeah. did it. But, but her getting pinned by D- a DDM member, I can't see that having her be happy. I, I can't. It's fair, yeah. And she's really oh, good yeah. at the looks. She'll be like, mm. yes. Mm. I mean, she won't be able to look when she's knocked out, you know? She's going <gasps> to be conked out. Alex. <laughs> just assume Hameka's getting her lights knocked out by Mariah. That'd be sick, but you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really interested in seeing how that turns out. Like it's uh not only is it a great match that obviously we won't get to see anytime soon. Well, maybe <laughs> unless they do this. <laughs> um but you know, there's so many interesting avenues that they could go down with it. Um so hopefully we just have a clear winner and they do some intrigue. But, I mean, look, if it goes to a draw, I imagine it'll be pretty kick-ass anyway. Yeah, and this is, I think this is what makes this match is intriguing is it kind of is the exact split people have been guessing mm-hmm. for these two teams, you know, without Natsupoi, of course. But, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. It's one of the matches you can actually get excited for on a house show. Um, They'll probably upload it really quick, too. Yeah, they're usually pretty good with Eddie on. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get my hopes up, though. I was hoping Mariah and Unagi would have been viewable before this recording. And... Nope. No. Yeah, I don't I don't know. So, that's going to happen a lot more, especially with them like doing tours in more regional spots like they're planning to do. Like I don't know what their plan is, because can't really have people waiting ages for uploads all the time. Um Especially now with how often they run. Like, I don't know how that's going to work out. Maybe they should pay someone else to help. Yeah, well, apparently Tecla is going to be doing translation work 
for them, oh, so that might help. That's good. But, yeah, I mean, obviously, like that's still going to be difficult because Sony is on the road with them, so uploading matches on his end is probably still going to be difficult. But I don't know. Ever hear of a laptop? It's probably tough to get Wi-Fi, like good Wi-Fi. For, like I don't know if you've ever tried to upload yeah, a, a video file. Like that shit can take forever. Yeah, no, that's fair. Still, we're trying. I mean, that's what he probably does when a match needs to get up because they. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just. I'm just talking now. Let's. Let's. No. Let's not do this. I. I. I didn't <laughs> want to come here and just talk into the void. So, I'm not going to do that. That's that's good. Um, I mean, I'm surprised we're 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 done. Uh, I'm not used to this. <laughs> well, been like to an be hour. fair, they gave us nothing. That is true, but I feel like Dylan still would have found a way to get this to two hours. I oh yeah, there was no chance I was doing that. I could get you to maybe an hour and a half right now, but that's about it. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, I don't think we should drag it out, but I don't know. Do you think Momo Kogo will? Okay, gun to your head. What faction does she join? It's Quest. All right, interesting. What what did you say, Lady C was going last time? Uh, Cosmic Angels. All right, so so that means she's going to the Cosmic Angels. God, <laughs> so cool. Uh, right. What I really want is a draft. Honestly, um, I yes. know you agree with me, but like a draft in these circumstances would be hella cool. Um, didn't like it when Stardom appeared like it would be an annual thing because some of the picks never made sense. Right, like right. Mayu picking Kid first. It's like you you're gonna be doing this again in a year's time. Like I don't know if you need to like somebody get Mayu a draft board here. Like that's not how this works. Um now that it's been like three years since the last one, I think the the unbridled chaos that could come with a uh with a, a draft would be super fun. Um, I could see them it doing disrupt it. everything. <laughs> I, I could see them doing it after a DDM split, if that happened. You know, like <sighs> I don't know. I don't want DDM to split. By the way, I want to put that out there to the to the world. Like I don't want them to split. They're great together. Mm-hmm. But if a draft were to come back, and you look at the DDM core, whew, there'd be a lot of movement there. I feel like Hemeka at the very least wouldn't go back. Like no. out of everybody, like the changes would be Hemeka would get drafted by somebody else. Um Hemeka would fit really well in Queen's Quest. It'd be great pretty much anywhere, to be fair. I don't want Hemeka in a way to tie. Unless unless it's my planned idea of Momo, Starlight Kid, and Hemeka running Roughshod and everybody else. That's the only idea I want. Because yeah. for some reason that has been my trio since I realized Momo was going over there. I was like, okay, so they're going to, you know, change the way away to tie wrestles. They're not going to do all the stupid heat and whatnot. They're just going to destroy people because I think that would be the best. They can, you know, be funny in their pre-match promos with the food or whatever. That's great because I think Hameka is great at comedy. But those would be the three. So that's the only way away to tie is acceptable. That is fair. I understand. Oh man, yeah, she'd get left in the dust because they would. That'd be that would be entertaining just to watch. Like mm-hmm. imagine them not picking Hameka because you know she gets angry at everybody, and then her new life goal would just to be crushing all of them because yeah. that so was easy. her life goal for a month against Natsupoi. 
Yeah, like that's that's the draft in a nutshell, really. Um, you know, uh, Tam forever hated everybody for getting picked ahead of her. It was very funny. Um, and Unagi would probably go last because no one likes her besides Cosmic Angels. Listen, Unagi would be like first pick for Tam. For Tam, but yeah. If if Tam was smart and used her draft knowledge, you know, looking at this as a draft, Unagi would stick around that she could pick other people first. Like that's how you gotta think. She has the off field difficulties of no one else likes her. That see, this is this is why you bring draft analyst Scott on. Uh this is the big time thinking I'm here for. Yeah, see, she would just stick around and then Tam would be like, oh, I can take. I'm not going to say anyone because maybe someone gets offended. So never mind. All right. Uh, you're towing a line here, so we should probably take this home. <laughs> yes. But who would pick for Queen's Quest? Sorry. I have no idea. See, that's the that's the problem yeah. with the draft. You you have to establish a leader there. That's true. Um, probably Tommy. But, you know, um, people don't want to hear that. Um, anyway. Scott, thanks for joining me. Uh, thank you for bailing me out here. I didn't want to have to do a solo episode. That would have been terrible. Um, Scott and I Not were... my finest effort. <laughs> no. Uh, Scott and I were actually on uh, the debut edition of uh, Just Joshi this week. Uh, Scott's episode dropped on Tuesday. Uh, mine dropped on today. Uh, this is hosted by JPQ. <laughs> As most people know, JPQ, um, he's basically hosting a Joshi show for Pro Wrestling Illustrated on their podcast network. Uh, Scott went on to talk about TJPW, of all things. Uh, I was brought on not to talk about stardom. Uh, Docker, I am not uh, stardom-pilled that hard. Um, I was on to talk about the Joshi independent scene, which is basically everything outside of the three major promotions. So, like, we, we talk about Wave. I got JTO Girls propaganda in there. Uh, there was Marvelous Talk, Sendai Girls, uh, Prominence, Colors, all of that good stuff. Um, so check those out. Uh, Scott is also available on the... What's the name of the thing you're on? <laughs> the Patreon. Oh, uh, fi- yeah, the Fight Game Media Network Plus Patreon. Yes, that is the name. Five Star Joshi Show. Mm, listen Scott. to it. I was going to say watch it, but you can't watch it. So listen to it. Yeah. And Scott follow me at about... Scotty Wrestling on Twitter. Indeed, yeah. Scott talks about all kinds of Joshi on the, the five-star pod. He's had uh, Dylan on in the past. He's had me on in the past. Um, and he sometimes has some interesting, fun people on. But he talks about more Joshi than you would here. So if you're interested in learning more than just stardom, then uh, the Just Joshi podcast and Scott's are probably your, your real go-tos there. Um, yeah, with that, I think it's time we take it home. Yay! Sorry, everybody, for uh, not living up to the. Listen, listen, listen. I no time up, time up. I have to, I have to plead my case here. This is the least amount of things that have ever happened when I've come on this show, mm-hmm. in terms of events. Like the, the the matches didn't air, you know, in part, and there's just nothing going on in Stardom in terms of like no pay per view. Nothing. See, this is my depressed face. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> oh my god. All right. If you want to stand, you may stand. If you want to sit, you may sit. Believe today, shine tomorrow. You decide what you believe in. Ejo. Ejo.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.